This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Dr- oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> You're Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anna's Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anna's Cantor. And you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good evening and welcome to episode three, three, eight of the Down to Dunk podcast. Don't question it. I'm Luke and I'm here with Taylor, Taylor, Andrew, Andrew, and Jay. Hello. And I'm Luke. Hey Luke. Hey guys, let's, uh, talk about, uh, let's talk about night pod. That. Night, night pod. Night pod. A rare night pod. So it is. The Thunder crushed the Raptors. Mm. It was. It was such a fun game to watch. It was. It was, it was so nice. So obviously the play of the game, and we we have a top five power rankings tonight. That has to be edited. Oh yeah, because this cross court pass on this. It wasn't really even a fast break, right? Like it was a fast break, but there wasn't like no, a there clear, were two defenders. Back. There wasn't a clear angle except for Russell Westbrook threw the ball across the court bounce pass underneath Corey Joseph's legs like like wound up because it was so far away 30 45 50 feet 75 feet and maybe I think 200 full feet. court. He threw it from inbound <laughs> Corey <laughs> Joseph's legs. It was really amazing. Though. Okay, here's crazy. the thing. There's no way he thought I'm going to throw this through Corey Joseph's legs. No, no, no. Okay. It, was, it couldn't. <laughs> no it, way. If it was intentional, then he should win the MVP based on that play. It's alone. amazing that he had the confidence enough to just be like, I'm going to throw this <laughs> and I hope that this works. You <laughs> know what I mean? Or like, I think this is going to work somehow. It was crazy. And then Oladipo was also pretty surprised because he like bobbled the ball a little bit. I was barely so got glad if that was anyone else. I think they would have just like bobbled in and would have gone. It would have hit Robertson in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell me some things. So I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Just, just being honest, I had some other obligations. Hey, we all have. So throw out a couple of the highlights. What were things that stuck out, stood out to you about the way this team played? I mean, clearly it starts with the three-point shooting. They were 14 of 25 from three, mm-hmm. 56%. McDermott hit two. Jeremy Grant hit a three. Sabonis hit a three tonight, which it felt like he was never going to hit a three ever yeah. again. Uh, Oladipo's three for three. Westbrook was four for eight. Robertson even hit a three. Uh, they were their shooting was ridiculous. Everyone was scoring. They had six guys in double digits. Uh, basically, nobody looked bad tonight, and almost everybody on the Raptors looked bad tonight. Demar Derozan was okay, uh, but Robertson really locked him down. He only had fourteen shots on the night, which is weird for Derozan. And that's just because the Thunder were up like twenty five by the end of the third, so he wasn't yeah. going to take any more. But um, and sat out some of the second. But like Russ had eleven assists at halftime, Jay. Yeah. He was just completely in complete control of this game from the start. It was unbelievable. And it, and it just goes just kind of furthering that reality that that four game losing streak. Yeah. Right. Where he I don't think he broke double digit assists maybe once. Yeah. Maybe. In those four. And so for me, it's it's what you recognize or see is that when he distributes the ball, this team's obviously better. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat right. the Spurs, the Jazz, the Nets, and the Raptors. I know those Spurs and Jazz, for a lot of people, have asterisks around them, right? The Spurs yeah. played the last quarter and a minute or two without Kawhi. 
fine. They were controlling yeah. it up to that point anyway. Yeah. And then the, the Jazz play without Rudy, who's their maybe Important. best player, on, yeah. or at least defensively, he is their best player. For sure. I think he's their most impactful player. I mean, yeah. him and Gordon Hayward are the best two on the entire floor. For sure. Jeff, it was the Jeff Withy Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. But either way, they, they controlled that game from, from tip to the end and in you just see a different team. I know they beat the nets and the nets aren't very good, but the way this team had played in those four games, three of which were on the road uh, where they lost to the trailblazers, the Suns, and the Mavericks, like there's no guarantee with this team. No. So they roll the nets and then they just destroy the Raptors. Even the 21 points, that they ended up winning by is, is a little bit inflated because they were up by 30. Yeah, they were up by 30 for a chunk, yeah. uh, especially there in the fourth quarter when the the kind of they just got started. So and rest yeah. didn't play the entire fourth. No, and no. still got a triple double. And it was great. It was great. Another, getting, another thing that tells you an indicator of how well they played is that everyone on the team but Jeremy Grant had an assist tonight. Yeah, which may have Come never on, happened before ever. Norris Cole played three minutes. He had two assists. Is that the fairy? Is that like the it was like fairy nothing? Fairy. Yeah, but it was. It's still crazy to look at that because yeah. for Robertson, to ha- Robertson had three assists tonight. Adams had two. Gibson had one. Man, Taj Gibson, you love him. What? What happened in Chicago to make them think that they also had to give us a second round pick? I oh yeah, it's I a, know. it's astounding. That trade is astounding. How many teams with as bad as Cam has been? How many teams right now would want yeah. want and need Taj Gibson? A lot of a them. ton, and that's been one of the biggest things for this team to turn around after that four game losing streak was Taj starting, starting line Taj, right. and Sabonis kind of like relieving some pressure from him, and that's changed everything. And Russ, of course, deciding like, okay, I don't need to shoot thirty nine yeah, times. They look good as confidence. a unit. Some of them they look good as a unit. They look good. good but some of them have confidence. Like so, Andrews talked about it. I think he talked about it with Weston. And he talked about it with Ham in the sense that that Taj Russ connection. Oh yeah, is just really working right now. It works. And and what's what's happened is he's kind of filling in. And I think Ham was the one that said it two years ago. That surge pick and pop game mm-hmm. is yeah. the new Taj and Russ is finding him on the floor and it's really made that first unit really good. But what's been even better about that is it's been able to make some of those backup units and it's Billy Donovan just doing what he does where he just puts guys in the right positions. And, and I think we're going to see more of it as we get closer to the playoffs. But, but that second unit now doesn't lose leads as much anymore, right? Even though Samaj is your point guard, you yeah. still have four other very capable guys on there. You're not forcing a Kyle Singler out there. Jeremy Grant's not playing out of position when he is playing, right? You yeah. have He's Doug, not really playing. Yeah, yeah. Doug McDermott is, is getting good minutes and giving good minutes. You have Abrinas who's playing really well. And then Ennis. Mm-hmm. Ennis is a huge part of this team. Uh, and I don't know, man. They're just clicking. And Victor Oladipo, I think, is probably the most unsung guy of this room. Maybe not even unsung. I think a lot of people recognize how great he has been. But he has been on fire. It's been unbelievable. I think I saw today he's made, what, 15 of his last 21 threes or 16 of his last 21 Some threes or something fire. like that. Have you noticed how weird they're looking, though? Like, he spreads his legs. Well, he's taking them all contested. So I mean, they're all of his what do you threes think, are contested. What do you think about his celebration after he hits the three? I like What's he it, doing. Man. He's just slapping his head. I love it. It's great. This is great. It's a great head slap. So it my is. my dad sent me a text and he said, "What is going on with this team?" He's like, "They look like a totally different team now." And I think the thing. So what I just said to him was, "I said, you know, like this team is figuring things out." And they're growing. And I think everybody underestimates how how hard it is to throw in two guys 
of importance and rotational guys mm-hmm. and then just roll with it. Plus losing a guy that's as important, obviously, as Victor Oladipo, who's, who's the second-best player on the team. Yeah, I think we've tried to, to downplay how important he is by elevating Steven Adams or elevating different guys. But, but Victor Oladipo, like, he's the only other guy on the team that can do what he does offensively. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like Russ and him. And so for me, it's, I, I think the thing that, so what I, anyway, what I answered my dad is I said, so this team's just getting better every day mm-hmm. and, and nobody is excited to play them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's no. nobody that would want to play them in the first round right now. Yeah, they're just on fire. And I think an, another thing with Taj starting is um, how passionately he plays and how passionately Westbrook play. Their energy levels, just they just feed off each other. It's like the confidence in that starting unit is through the roof now with and, Taj inserted in there. And every time I watch them play together, and I know that Taj is 32 he doesn't play like it though. That Man, dude's so I, capable. They could sign him for three years at twelve, three at thirty-six. They should. They I really yeah. should. Man, he's just and he can move way better than he. Like when you think of him, you think, oh, power forward. The dude he's not can, David West, right? Right. He can he can guard a lot of threes if given the chance. He can guard a lot of threes. Uh, a stat for Vic. Go ahead. The Thunder are fourteen and two, and he scores twenty points or more. Yeah, mm. it's a game changer. <laughs> it's big time. Talking about Taj, talking about Victor Oladipo, it makes me excited to see them. And, you know, I know it's it's a different Golden State team on Monday. Uh, I would have loved to have seen this team where they are today. It's a different a Thunder team. Golden yeah. State team. They, I don't I don't hear me saying that I think they could go. <laughs> and, like, I don't think that they're better than the Golden State Warriors when they're full health. And they may even yeah, lose yeah, this yeah. team, mm-hmm. right? The Warriors yeah. are special. And, and they were on pace for being the best regular season team since last year's gold state team so <laughs> but the thing is in the midst of all of this is like taj adds an element defensively yeah. and offensively that just is a game changer in any series it's mm. filled all of the holes that we wish were filled all season yeah <laughs> the defense for real <laughs> but really and, but doug mcdermott has two doug, doug is good i mean the thunder needed more shooting I just can't. I just can't get over that trade. Like the last two trades that Sam Presti's pulled off, the Serge Ibaka one. Tell me this: How much better is Serge Ibaka than Todd Gibson today? Not, not that much better. I mean, we got to see it tonight. I obviously, saw, obviously, I saw, this was an awful game for the Raptors, and this is not like an evaluation point for the Raptors. Plus, Taj is probably younger. He's not. <laughs> well, theoretically, well, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. You forgot about that. I Luke is a um, birth a, certificate truther I, over here. I, I need to see the birth certificate. Yeah, and then tell I believe that he's younger because he's not. <laughs> okay, I believe that. Did you know Perk is only thirty-one years old? Is that real? That's real news. That's real news. That's breaking news. I don't believe it. I don't believe that either. That's breaking real news. Perk is sixty-five years old. Perk it might, but to the United States, he's 31. So I think Victor Oladipo deserves to receive a coup beer this week. Ooh. He deserves to drink it. I think that we give him an elevator wheat because he has elevated his game Ooh. since he's come back. He's 32. Perk's 32. I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. But here's the thing. And I warned the guys on the podcast is I've been working up something mm. because Victor Oladipo deserves it. He's been the game changer over the last him. week. But Russell Westbrook, mm. there's just something about that guy. He's a great guy. There was an article that came out this week, 
right? Tim Cowan from the ESPN, the magazine. Tim Cowan. I don't know how to say his name. Tim Cowan is what I'm just going to say. So my son loves basketball, like obsessed with basketball, obsessed with the Thunder. It's a cool thing. It is an awesome thing. And he plays. He he just finished a league uh, a couple weeks ago, and and he he's really good. Now he's a little bit older than most kids in his in this league because they do it by grades, but he kind of dominates. And he loves fast breaks. He's really fast. Like he's just really he's a good basketball player. And I try really hard to humble him. Like, but we got a lot of things to work on, and I try to get him engaged defensively. And you know, you just block the crap out of him. Yeah, and right, I did. I did that yesterday. <laughs> he was really upset with me. So. Um, but he told me one day when he was leaving the, the gym, he said, dad, I just watch Russell Westbrook and I try to do what he does. And I was like, well, that's freaking incredible. And then there's this part of me that wants to be like, you know, there are some things about Russ that we don't want to do, you know? Um, but I'm sitting there and I think about Russell Westbrook and then I read this article by Tim Cowan and, and my son, he just was, uh, getting ready for bed and, brushing his teeth and flossing and all those things, all the things that good parents force their children to do. Uh, I'm just making that up maybe. but And I'm sitting there and I'm reading this article. It's the first time I got a chance to sit down and read it. And if you haven't read it, pause the podcast and jump on ESPN.com. Find the article. It's incredible. Yeah, it's great. But I sit there and, and we always read before we go to bed, right? It's a practice that you're supposed to do. And so I, I'm sitting on in the chair and he's laying in bed. And I said, son, I'm going to read you something that doesn't have pictures. And I start to read him the article about Russell Westbrook by Tim Cowan for the ESP the magazine. And I start to, to kind of read this thing. I only read the first two paragraphs because I'm like, there are words that he has no idea what, I'm, what he's talking about. He doesn't really get the story, but he gets enough of it. And he sits there at the end and he starts kind of looking at me. My son's in that age where he just asks a billion questions anyway, but he starts to ask questions about the story. And if you know anything about the story, if you've read the story yet, Russell Westbrook travels to Atlanta to be a part of a basketball camp and he's unexpected and he's really uninvited. His coach pulled him strings yeah. to get him pulled there. He gets a, a jersey that's oversized. He shows up late to practice. And and he talks about how that moment is this pivotal moment for Russell Westbrook. Where that chip on his shoulder that just is the way that defines his entire existence as a human and a basketball player, it really just grows and grows in that point. And then it, it kind of progresses through his entire life story up until today. And I, I thought about something and I, I don't really know what it means. And I don't, don't know what it means for you who are listening. Um, but this is what it means for me is that Oklahoma city came here nine years ago, right? Or eight years ago, eight, nine years ago, Russell Westbrook was the first player drafted as an Oklahoma city thunder, still the Sonics, but really Oklahoma city thunder. And so for most of us, we're just getting used to being NBA fans. You know, like I follow the Cubs in this 108 year old drought. Like there are people that were born and raised, Cubs fans, like age zero to age 100 Cubs fans. In the same sense for us, like it's not really that. We're only Thunder fans for the last eight years or for the last nine years. And and so we're just kind of now getting used to being fans of a team and being obsessed with the team. But my son will know no other world. He will be a Thunder fan from the moment he recognized what sports will or sports were, and he will be a Thunder fan for the rest of his life. And so when he's 40 and 15, he's looking back at this time and with this guy, I think he's going to understand how special and talk back at this time in his life of remembering to, that I got to watch Russell Westbrook play. 
And and the thing about Russell Westbrook is his story is so direct to our story. We're the state and the city with a chip on our shoulder. We're the state and the city that feel undervalued. And in the midst of this KD thing, it just is really – the biggest deal is that it's a punch to the gut of our pride. Yeah. Right? And Russell Westbrook feels that. And he's the perfect per- person for this time in our state and in our city. And – I have a few friends, Jamie Wheat and Bobby Wheat, used to always say that last year they're like, I think we're going to miss out on the fact that we're watching the Thunder in the good old days. And I always thought that was true, and especially when KD left, I I thought that they were right Mm -hmm. about that. But but here's the thing. With Russell Westbrook, I recognize that that just now we're in the good old days. And and the cool thing about it is that we're not done yet. There's more to come because – Russell Westbrook, undersized, undervalued, will not let the Oklahoma City Thunder be done yet. And that's why Russ, now and forever, deserves whatever coop beer we could <laughs> ever give him. So many coops. And so here's the thing. To, to all you Thunder fans who are stressed out and frustrated because he may not get the MVP, because this Thunder team is in the sixth seed, and sometimes they lose four games in a row of teams that are just trash, is just to relax. Sit back, crack open an Alpha Hive, an F5, a Horny Toad, and recognize the marvel and the brilliance of this moment that we are witnessing. Mm-hmm. Because we are witnessing greatness. Like this is a season, and not just a season that will be a season to remember within this season, but a season that will go down in the history of the NBA as something spectacular, something special. It's not just a great season, mm-hmm. but it will be legendary in NBA history. And he may not win the MVP, and time will look back, and I think time will understand how absolutely ignorant it is that the narratives overtook how great he has been on the court. But Russell Westbrook is made for this moment, Yep. and it seems like he was created for this team and for this city, and he isn't finished yet. It's funny that we always thought that like Kevin Durant was the player for the city until he was gone, and then until it like cleared room for Russell Westbrook, and then we're like, oh crap, oh. no, it's been Russell the whole time. Man. You know what I mean? Like yep. back to the relationship metaphors because I'm really good at it. It's like when you when you date this girl and you're best friends with this girl since middle school, and then and then you break up with this girl you're dating, and you're like, oh my god, the love of my life was right in front of me the whole She's time. Right here. <laughs> She's right here the whole time. Oh, yeah. Hey, that was great, Jay. That was, that was good. good Jay. Jay's now getting a, a beverage. <laughs> a water, a water beverage. Um, so, uh, on if Russell Westbrook doesn't win the MVP, which oh, it... Pissed! It's, it's... I mean, it's probably more likely that Harden wins it just because of the wins, right? And, like, that's going to be... And that's going to be the reason why. Uh, but if, even if he doesn't win, so... Oscar Robertson, everybody talks about his season, right? Yes. They talk about his season and averaging a triple-double way more than they do about who... I don't even remember who won the MVP that season. I have no idea. And do you and you know that Oscar Robertson averaged a triple-double more yeah. than you know that that season. So this, the accomplishment 50 years from now is going to be better than winning an MVP than anything. Yeah. It'd be great if he does win it. Uh, it'd be a great thing for this team, for the city. But this is something like Jay said, it's going to go in the history books forever because this is the second time. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how many of those rebounds came on free throws. I've heard that in conversations more times than I would ever want to hear it. It's ridiculous. I hate that to, one basically to, to one penalize per, him. Basically one person started that and then everyone's like, Oh, no. okay, well yeah, actually no. I never thought about that, so we're only gonna count that for Russ. A, we can talk about this every podcast. It's the dumbest That's way to why penalize somebody. The D T D podcast says make Russ the pee pee man. Uh, make Russ the pee pee man. <laughs> can I say can I do something? Tonight 
I had a change of heart. So okay. up until this point, we've been talking about like Russ or James Harden. And mm-hmm. I've kind of always been like, I just don't think, I think James Harden's going to get it because his team's going to be better. Yeah. Well, I'm done. I'm done with that because Russ has been the best player in the league this season. These are the things he's the best at this okay. year. Points sure. per game, PER, assist percentage, plus minus. That's, that's offensive and defensive combined. Right. Vorp. He has most triple doubles. Vorp is is Vorp, uh, value, over, value replacement. over replacement. I learned yes. that this year because yes. of this podcast. Yes. Triple doubles will probably maybe get the record all the time, what you're talking about. Yeah. And it, he's doing this all in uh, 35 minutes per game, which is less than LeBron and James Harden are playing. He has 34 triple doubles as of tonight, which is a crazy accomplishment. And the Thunder, how many games do they have? 12 games left. Mm-hmm. So he needs to get nine, s- seven more. To what tie? To win to to have oh, to, to have, have the it. most in one season. Make him the PP man. I mean, may, I'm am I'm am done with everyone else's argument. Russ should be there. I guess that's to tie it. So he'll if yeah. If the Thunder succeed, Russ should be the MVP because of how much better because of how good he has been on his own. And I mean, they could be the fifth seed. The Clippers have they lost yet? They lost. So the Clippers lost to Denver tonight, one twenty nine to one fourteen. Um, and they lost to the Bucks the night before. And so the standings currently have the Thunder. What are they? Half a game back yep. of the Los Angeles Clippers right now. They're the, the tied in the loss column. And the Thunder play the Sacramento Kings on Saturday. And who's next? The Cavaliers are the next team for Great. the Clippers. So we could see the Thunder move into the fifth seed move into the fifth themselves. seed at least for now mm-hmm. and it's possible that they stay in the fifth seed and if they play utah in the first round first of all there would be a lot of like <laughs> first of all it would be so i think that the thunder could beat the jazz yeah um, in a first round series, mostly because of the inexperience of the jazz. I think the jazz are a very good team and they could be a better team than the thunder going forward. But today their injury history, their injuries currently, and they're also inexperienced. I think that that Russell Westbrook um, could beat them on his own. And to the, to like the astonishment of like the entire like NBA nerd community, like what would happen if the Thunder beat the Jazz in the first well, round? The thing is, the Thunder's kind of had the Jazz number. They beat like them three out of seasons. four times in this year too. This for season, sure. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I would love it. it would I would be great. love if the Thunder make Western Conference Finals. Like how much love the Jazz get? So much love from so many people, and if the Thunder, the Durantless Thunder, beat them, it would just be a massive victory for this team. And then they would play likely the San Antonio Spurs in the second round who haven't looked that hot, right? Portland beat them. No. The Thunder beat them the other night. And I don't want to get like way too excited because I don't think this would happen, but there's a path to the Western conference finals for this current team, especially if they can get to the fifth seed. If they can get the five, there's a path. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't expect it, but there's I would. a, but I bet my life, but there's it. a, but there is a, bet my life right now. I bet my firstborn <laughs> on that. <laughs> it, and it's crazy because once again, a week ago, we were all just like, does this team even deserve to get in the playoffs? Oh God, I know. We literally were saying, just think about their draft pick. Just yeah. think about their draft pick. But yeah, let's, let's be careful about these conversations because they can lose to the Kings, yeah, lose, to, like, the, oh, lose to the Warriors and go back to six seed. And then, 
I mean, it, I don't know. It's more the most likely thing. They'll be the sixth seed going into the playoffs and they'll probably lose in the first round. That's still the most likely scenario, but I'm just saying that they're, that if you squint real hard, there's a path to get to the West Conference there finals. Is. And, and the injury to Katie just made it all oh, man. <laughs> wide more, more wide open, right? Hey, yeah. uh, the Warriors have got big problems. Ooh. More than basketball. And it's not about <laughs> basketball, and baby. I love, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Uh, they're the worst. But I don't need to know what it's about. I love it. That's enough information I love me. it. They're big dummies. I freaking it's love about it. Draymond. Uh, so, guys, do we, what, where do we, which one do we want to go to? We're going to top, top, top five power rankings. We got top five power rankings. A request from out triple double VGC who wants to know our top five favorite Russ moments from this season so far or 10 moments. If five isn't enough. Top five power rankings. Today was today was great for Russ. One, he had the thing about Steph Curry, where he said, "Who's yes. he?" Because Steph Curry said, "Pick James Harden over Russ." Blah blah. All of you know that. So, so he said, who's he? Okay, we have to talk about that. Yes, there's context. We have to talk about how he said, "Who is he?" Yes, exactly. Because he's not. So they asked him. Uh, Stephen Curry said that uh, James Harden should be the winner of the MVP because he's got more wins. What do you think about that? And he said, I don't care. It doesn't matter what he say. Who is he? Like, who is he to decide? Yeah, who, who is MVP he to is? say that? Yes. Like, he ain't crap. Right. Yeah, because people are taking it as like, oh, you can't say that about Steph Curry. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah. He's, it's like, okay, yes. you, you've missed it. Like, you, you completely missed it. Sorry. You've missed it. But also, that's, that's because said. people on Twitter are only quoting who's he. They're not quoting the conversation. They're not sharing the video. The video shared a lot, though. People have seen, shared a lot. People have seen I the saw video. a lot of that. I think mis- people misunderstood it. Because mm. that's not what he's not asking. Like he's not trying to say like people don't know who's. And Steph Russ Curry is, is at this point now to where people want to find things that he's saying that are annoying or like petty. Sure. You know. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's a great moment. Also, the beginning of the season. Whenever he said that's cute about Kevin Durant, yeah, like fawning over the Warriors and their organization, oh, was that was so great. great. When they when they got into the argument when we played them last, the Warriors. Oh yeah, that was a good moment. That's another. That's my top. That's my number three moment that's when he said moment. when he said I'm coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is the moment where he told Ennis not to talk to Zaza on there? Oh, don't talk to that. Don't talk to that. BA. Uh, yeah. No, BA. I'm not sure that that's such a great moment for him. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was a fantastic anti-warrior moment. moment. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fantastic. top one. I have the, the sham God against the Suns where he... Yeah. <laughs> the that was, that's number one. I didn't it's not me. number one. Number one it, has to be the dunk on Capella for the win. That's, that's number what one. I was going to say. We can't yeah. even build up to it, Jay. I'm sorry. Come on, Jaymon. Uh, the dunk on Boogie hey, for a Andrew, sixth foul. Hey, Andrew, what's number one? I haven't even gotten there yet. Oh, I'm, I thought you said two was the. We're all no, no, no. Three is. I'm coming right now. Sham God. Four Sham God. Uh, My three fault. is. I'm coming. Two. I have really all his clutch play, like the barrage of threes against Boston, yeah. the clutch shots and dunk against the Clippers at the beginning of the season, the Jazz on the road twice 
he was insane in all those games. And then well, the first one was out Vic, without Vic as well. Or yes. Yeah. 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 And then number one has to be the dunk to win the game against Capella because it was everything that embodies Russell Westbrook. It was an ill-advised play because I mean, he's so because bad. he should have just stopped and gotten fouled to end the game because that would have ended it. Uh, but no, he decided that he was just going to smash Capella. And if you haven't seen, there's a video that was put out there by Bleacher Report where he dunks it and then lightning strikes Clint Capella <laughs> and he falls to the ground. Head. And it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, if that play happened tonight, Russell would win the MVP. Yeah. It's just a shame that it yeah. happened so early in the season. It's forgotten uh, a little bit. I wish that it would happen. I now. wonder. I wonder if all these people, when it gets closer to actually voting, will go back and like really look at these players' like entire seasons, and maybe that will help us out a little so, bit more. And, and here's something to remember in the midst of this whole conversation: is that not everybody is Tom Haverstrow, not everybody is Zach Lowe, <laughs> not everybody. So there's a bunch of voters out there that are going to look at the the whole part of Russ's season and be like, dude. 100%. Just because yeah. not everybody looks at the analytics and decides why they don't think Russ is worthy of it, right? Like yeah. they don't control the narrative that uh much. And so I think I, I think that maybe people are hearing us saying that Russ isn't going to win it. I think he has a good chance to win it. And I think if he, he continues does. to go on a stretch here where I mean, he's got three really hard games coming up after so they play the Kings, the the war or yeah, the Golden State, and then they play the the Sixers, all three at home. But then they go on the road to Houston, a Dallas team that embarrassed them last time they played on their floor, and then they play at Orlando, which should be a pretty easy one. And then they're back home for for the Spurs at the end of March. And mm-hmm. so if he puts a great little run together, if they go into Houston and maybe just maybe if they get win, a win, yeah, that'll be a big face deal. to face. Like that's a two thirty game on ABC. Like yeah. everybody's watching yeah. that. Like yeah. there are opportunities for him to really grab a hold of this thing and 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 go forward into it. But he has to continue to play like he has in the last four games. And he needs certain media members to jump on the rest for MVP thing too, because there are, there is a group of media people that influence a larger amount of media members. So yeah. like for instance, if Zach Lowe he hasn't picked like who his MVP is going to be. If Zach Lowe comes out and makes an argument and talks for 30 minutes on his podcast about how Russell Westbrook is the MVP, that ups his chances so much more because of the amount of media members that will just listen to Zach Lowe and be like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they'll make the same argument. You know, he needs a certain group of people to, to take him on. And that, is that media member, not Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is how many nba players are like yes russ is without yeah, question obviously yeah. russell westbrook yeah it's, it's a lot more the the players who see what he's doing and really watch him and less the people who i mean the thing about all these guys that cover the, the league as a whole you can't watch every game you can't watch every guy you can't watch the whole season and the and the truth is that these guys haven't watched him night in, night out. They don't see what he's doing all the time. They look at box scores and then they try to pick it apart and figure out like why shooting why the triple double yeah. isn't that great. They look at his shooting percentages. They look at his efficiency, and then they pick that apart. But when you're watching the games, he's yeah. undeniable. He's an undeniable talent. He's an undeniable player. I agree. He's the, been the best player in the NBA this season by far. He's unbelievable. Bye! <laughs> Luke hasn't briefly. talked in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I like that song. I don't know. Just in case we don't <laughs> bow, or is it oh bow 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 bow
I think it's uh, uh, I thought it was I thought it was Hey We're probably talking about a different song <laughs> You're unbelievable Can you tell me who wrote it? Hey, hey. Who sang it? No Anybody? Wait what? Who sang that song? Uh, Chumba Wumba I get knocked out But I get up again You're never gonna keep me Bow Bow Yeah wow. EMF Hey So <laughs> If we're not talking OMG, about OMG How bizarre That's who it was If it's not something <laughs> Just OMC, case, not OMG. Just in case it doesn't come up in conversation. <laughs> so, another so thing mad. you need to stop immediately and go check out is the uh, Ennis Cantor video <gasps> from earlier today. Oh, oh, him queen. and Steven Adams made a video, and it's like... One of there are no better videos to be made for him. Root me. <laughs> What's, what is, what, do what we is love that? more than what? our mustaches? What do they Mo- say? He Puppets? says... Mustaches, which is mustaches. as good as him saying podcast. He doesn't even say mustaches. He says mustache. One. He says our it mustache. Like our mustache. mustache. Yes, he does. Share, if, as if they share one. He doesn't even say plural. All the pictures in the background are gold. It's perfect. Puppies, high five. No, trees, trees. Hey, hey, Nick, and then Nick like wakes up and tur- yeah, Nick's in it. Phenomenal. It's the, it's the very best. And I haven't watched it yet. So okay, so. How can Kevin Durant? So you look at these two, and then you look at what Iguodala and Draymond Green have been doing the past week. That's who Kevin Durant chose. I don't really want him in my city. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we're missing while we're here doing this is that Up the Thunder has it, but uh, Tony Durant just went on yeah Twitter rampage on how I've been seeing hunting for triple doubles. Hey, you know what? Screw you, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony, listen, bro. Go, bro, to, go to hell. Tell him. <laughs> go to hell. Go to hell. I got a song for you, Tony. Hey, Tony, I don't like the things you do. Hey, Tony, if I could, I wouldn't be you. Hey, You're Tony. the one and only Durant. The one and wow. only weirdo. The one and only brother that makes me say, go to hell, Tony. <laughs> There's more. This is still happening. You're last and good. You're not great. Yeah, Tony Durant. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I don't know what that was. This is what happened. That was a uh, Frosted Flakes commercial. Yeah, that's great. Let's move directly to TQs. Hey, you know what TQs made me think of? What? Some, Some... Bars BQ. Some Bars BQ. Oh, Bars BQ. We don't need to get into it because I already I because it's wrong. I answered it yeah, last week. You're so, so I'm unhappy. It's TQ time. It's TQ time. Questions. Our first TQ comes from at Kobe Juan Ginobili, who wants <laughs> to know what a good name. A good one. Uh, update: Tony Durant has deleted his Twitter account. Totally. The the account. <laughs> You know why? Because Katie's, you know, oh, PR yeah. people were just like, he get went, off the internet, you drunk ass. He's like, you know our whole plan is to make Katie look perfect, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't buy into no. it, Tony. Uh, that's not why. It's because he went to hell. Oh, Tony's <laughs> gone to hell. Yep. It was from us. He got sucked down. <laughs> he, he's, he's watching sucked on Periscope down. right now. <laughs> the demons. The demons got him. He got sucked down. He got in sucked that. down by the demons. Hey, Nikki K just told me she heard your monologue on Periscope and loved it. A lot of buzz on the internet about Can the monologue. Can we get to these T quests? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> At Kobe Juan Ginobili wants to know: Is Westbrook more popular among fans than national media lets on? 
or was that just Brooklyn? This is a great question. It's a great question. question. The Brooklyn crowd was paying attention to Russ's stats, and when he got his 10th rebound to get his triple-double, the place... Standing eruption. Eruption. Huge, so, huge eruption of tears. And we have a friend, Bre- Blake <laughs> Wolf, <laughs> Blake tears, Wolf tears. lives in Brooklyn and was at the game. And I had asked on Wednesday if there was like a triple-double counter going on. And there wasn't. Like these people are just really in tune with the these game. These are just smart fans. They just love the game and they love to see greatness. And I love that that's being appreciated in different arenas. Because it was certainly appreciated in Toronto tonight as well. Like people want to come yeah. see Russ. And I think I think he is more popular. He's definitely more popular. Like if you just listen to if Tom Haberstroh is your guy, you would think that Russell Westbrook was just not that good. Um, but people understand, you know, people understand how good he is and want to come see the greatness of Russ. Uh, I think the people in Brooklyn showed up just for that because there's, I mean, Jeremy Lin, I love him, but there's just not a lot to show up for except for that hair. The hair's great. My. My I'm dad hadn't seen Jeremy Lin in a while. I watched the game with him, and uh, he had a lot of thoughts on Jeremy Lin's current do. <laughs> That's classic dad. It though. was great. Like oh, what dad would like that? Hair, was, you know, what it I mean? was it was great dad moments. I'll say that I miss Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin is good. He's Jeremy really Lin good. Is I mean, quick. Charlotte misses him too. Yeah, God, they, Charlotte, what are you doing? Let's just pay the man. <laughs> pay that man money. What? It, what were we say? Huh? Pay that man his money. Bury that man with his money. <laughs> I don't know. Bury him with his money. <laughs> what did he say? It was something about the last... Uh, I, I don't know. know. I'll think about it. All right, let's move on to our it's next... It's not important at all. <laughs> next Twitter question comes from at Austin S1027. Uh, oh, fancy the boy! <laughs> oh, fancy the boy! Oh, can't we just fancy the <laughs> boy for a one time? Boy. Jeremy Lynn, he's a Scotch Korean. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, fancy the lad. Fancy, fancy, fancy the man, Andrew. Fancy the man. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to people listening on headphones. Uh, Scotch Korean. All right. I definitely I turned you guys down during that whole thing, so it, wow. it might have been okay. I'll Probably not. Then I'll just get louder. Probably Care not. Tiki from at Austin S one zero two seven. Who wants to know where does Demontis Sabonis rank in terms of your favorite NBA names to say? He doesn't rank real high because I've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That yeah, I love a lot more. Starting with Joel Ballum Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely have Luke read these. May I? <laughs> no. Next one. <laughs> Next. You can say them with. You can yeah, say them yeah, after. Yeah, I say. I'll say them. Okay. DeAndre Bembry. DeAndre Bembry. Bembry. Can I? Can I just, nominate one? Just feels good. Can I get through my list first? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid you're ruining. Ruining. I'm all afraid yours is going to be on mine. That's what I'm saying. All right, just okay, go on. Dragon Bender. That's a, oh, it's that's great, great man. That's a great name. Festus Ezeli. Festus. 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 Cristiano Felicio. Felicio. It's <laughs> a great name. Cristiano. Uh, Mario Hazonia. It's a great name. Uh, I love this name. I love to say this name when I'm just like walking around my house. Paul Zipser. Paul Zipser. Paul Zipser is a great name, and of course, the best name to say in the entire league, Marcelo Huertas. Also, he's not in the league anymore. He's not, but I still count him. Luke, did you have him? Mine was Marcelo Huertas. Yeah, yeah. it's the best one. (laughs) You had to save it for last. You can't just put that in the middle of the list. Hold on, you guys. 
a staple of this podcast, Bondog Bondongovich. I know, true. but that's not his. I mean, it's it's, it is. it's our it is name for him. It's me trying to say his name, the Bondong, the, the Bondong, <laughs> and the Boogie, and the what? And oh, the Boogie, the Boogie, the and Boogie, the Boogie, the Boogie, and the Boogie for the Buddy, <laughs> which may be working out for Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> buddy's buddy's been better than he has all season. Who knows? Maybe and cousins. The, maybe the better. Kings know what they're doing. Ball yeah. with the ball to boogie for the buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about that. I nearly. I've never wanted to quit the podcast more than right now. Okay. Oh smokes. Let's Ooh. move to our next Twitter question. <laughs> we can't do night ones anymore boys our next twitter question comes from at just jack seven one who wants to know our comments on the new stash brothers russell westbrook mvp there was video. a question sorry uh, i sorry. stole your thunder like i stole andrews earlier it's incredible it's like it's everything. It's the best thing the Thunder have ever yeah. done. I didn't watch it's it because like, I was at work. Shawshank Redemption, this video, <laughs> The Matrix Reloaded, <laughs> Matrix my only, Reloaded. My Air Bud Two. My only frustration. My only frustration with it is, is it's, it's something you wish would come from the Thunder. Yeah, totally. Right? Like this is a great opportunity for the Thunder's social media to do something. Like they should be campaigning, right? Like in some sense, or is that? Not what you're supposed to do, Andrew. No, you can camp- people campaign for oh, MVP yeah. and awards. No, also, guys, no, we just traded him to to Chicago. Campaign, campaign. He's not here anymore. Oh Boo. gosh. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> uh, yeah, teams campaign all the time, and they even send stuff to the to the voters. Yeah, to the that's MVP. what I thought. One year they. The Magic sent like briefcases with Superman like, stuff, Superman stuff for Dwight Howard. That's right, and it's really weird and crazy. Well, so send us some stuff. Hey, can uh, we Thunder? How this, do we vote? What's the next Twitter talks? question? What? Who it comes from? All right, let's see. <laughs> I'll ask it. Our next Twitter question comes from at TMBC underscore Youth, <laughs> who says y'all talked about OKC's small social media use. Presty comment on Russ in the ESPN article, and now Stash Bros video. What are our thoughts? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they are making some improvements. They, they are. are for sure. They've done some things recently. Are, yeah, I like it. It's great. And they can't do I, more I think things. The, the Thunder would like to be able to control everybody, um, but they've proven they can't control Ennis Cantor. Right? Like, yeah. He just. That dude is the Love one of the. Them. It's like Joel Embiid and Ennis Cantor, like the top yeah. two well, social media presence. And the personalities Maybe. on your team can help, like yeah, how people view endearing. your team. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it can help you. Ennis Cantor is helpful to the Thunder in that way. Yeah, and he also is helpful to me because on Saturday he bought me four shakes from Arby's. You got four Jamoka shakes. A- no, they were uh, the uh, the special Andes mint shakes. I, just, Ooh, I, I didn't sure. know that they were really I didn't know good. Arby's had any other shakes. Yeah. I don't know either. It's Love a, those Jamoka shakes. Jamoka is Jamoka shakes. They're real good. You know what Arby's Arby's has? The meats. All the meats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have the meats, and I, I Friday I get the meats. So. <laughs> I get home from work. I get home from work back from Stillwater to the city, and the first thing I do is go and get the meats. 
<laughs> Saturday and then Saturday for lunch, I also get the meats again. <laughs> so I show up to Arby's with my son. I don't know how you're not 900 pounds. I know. Meats, <laughs> <laughs> man, they're good for you. And it's canter. <laughs> And it's Cantor when the first thing that he asks everybody when they step up to the counter, you see my tweet? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, of course I saw your tweet. Holy crap. And then, he just and then like, seriously, for every person that he asks, he just like beams whenever they say yes. He's all oh, great. <laughs> he was, I love that guy. He was awesome. I love him too. He remembered recording the, co- the podcast intro and everything. We talked about that. I told him how much I loved his passing. I just could, I just went on and on about so how much I, I did. He said, well, the double teams, they just keep coming. I, yeah, they, of course they do. <laughs> You're have great. You, have you seen what you do? <laughs> That's what? so great. Did your, did your son say anything funny about him? Uh, he, no, he didn't really uh, give him, give him fives. Uh, mm. Little kid fives are the best. Yeah, he was, yeah. he was awesome. He was My like, wife and son ran into Ennis at Walmart yeah. and they said he was like, he, hundred people around him. Yeah. And he was so nice to like everybody. He's so good, he's a good guy. He, he, he also said, man, that's a lot of shake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was a lot of shake. It was a lot of Why'd shake. you get four shakes? Four people in my family. You all drink a whole people, shake each? Were the rest of people in the car? No, no, they were at home. That's a long way to your house, man. The shakes are going to melt. It became milk. No, no, no. They were good. I drink Andy's milk. Andy's chocolate milk. Mint chocolate Oh, milk. yeah, you Not would. I don't like chocolate milk. You don't like chocolate weird? milk? I chocolate milk no. is the balls. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a good thing. <laughs> I thought for sure you are saying bomb. I, th- I was at like 99%. In the middle of the word, and I thought that's what you were going to say. I thought, Please no doubt you said bomb. Please go to the next question. <laughs> I was trying... I was trying to censor myself from saying something worse than I went to balls. But chocolate milk is very good. It is good. It is the balls. <laughs> Our, right. Now let's chocolate. go on. Just chocolate mint is what I said. No, I said chocolate milk. Luke's, talking, Luke's having his own show over here. <laughs> Luke is bud lit. All right. Let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> comes from at Robbie Foland, friend of mine who wants to know if we swapped Russell Westbrook for LeBron James straight up. How far do the Thunder go in the playoffs? I think they can get to the Western Conference Finals with LeBron. The thing that differentiates him from Russ is his, his size and his position. It's size. So he can play the thunder are just so bad at the three. If you bring in LeBron, that gives you the ability to play like Vic, uh, Brinus, LeBron Mm -hmm. Gibson and, um, Steve and Steve. Yeah. And that's, that's an incredible lineup. It's what LeBron's able to do defensively because of his size as well. Yeah. Too. So yeah, yeah, I mean he defends every yeah. position. Yeah, and I mean that's yeah. I, yeah. Lo- I love Russ, but when it when it comes to the playoffs, you just can't bet against LeBron James. You just can't. And even with this squad, they're not as they're definitely they don't have the same supporting players that the Cavs do. But still, it would he would make this team better in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't think necessarily they would have more wins in the regular season. I don't think he would average a triple-double with this team. 
Uh, but I do think that when it comes to playoff time, LeBron can control the game better than anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Whatever. I don't, I have nothing. I love LeBron. <laughs> I just think so every single year it's in one of the, the playoffs, greatest players of all time, man. Every year in the top playoffs, five every greatest year players in the of finals, all, all yeah. time for sure. Like you, he's in the same conversation as Jordan Bird, Magic, all of those yeah. guys. Yeah. He's, no he's matter, incredible. No matter who wins the MVP, LeBron always comes in in the finals. Like, oh he's crap! Still the best okay, LeBron's still the best. Well, so I was t- I was, yeah. It was funny. It was one of those conversations where I was talking to my son again about, about basketball, and he really wants to play in the NBA. I'm like, man, you know, you work hard and. Yeah, I can be as, like LeBron James, and I said, "Here's the deal, bud." <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Like, I mean, you may be able to. The thing about LeBron is he's six nine and two hundred sixty pounds. He's Carl Malone. He can fly. He's Russell yeah. Westbrook and Carl Malone. He can chase down every. I mean, it's like yeah. There's the most incredible athlete athlete in the history of NBA. Uh, I believe athlete was correct. Yeah, that sounded yeah. good. You should have kept going. The most incredible athlete. <laughs> he is. He's the most he's the most incredible physical specimen maybe sports has ever seen. Yeah. He's great. All sports. All time. Yeah. Maybe maybe Bo, but that's it. LeBron and Bo. Bo? I don't know. Six nine, two hundred and sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bo Outlaw? Yeah, maybe Bo Outlaw from the Kings of two thousand eleven. <laughs> No, no, Wait, no, that's when? Travis I'm thinking Outlaw. Of Travis Outlaw. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's on. go. Bo Outlaw from the 90s. I don't 90s. know who Bo Outlaw let's is. Go. Power forward from the 90s. Not LeBron James. I was seven in the 90s. Next Twitter question. <laughs> okay. Comes from at Cody, son of Steve, who wants to know how important is efficiency in the MVP argument? I'll let this one go to Andrew. It's not that it's... I mean, it is important. It's just important in the overall NBA conversation right now. People are obsessed with it. And it's a big deal because it's how you're scoring points and how helpful you are to your team on a nightly basis. Uh, But it's definitely not everything. And it's kind of become everything to a lot of people. Um, And that's why the three-point shot is so important is because it's a more efficient way to score. And if you can shoot threes... And that's why people like look at people like Taj Gibson. They look at Ennis Cantor, and they're like, "Hmm, they should probably shoot threes instead of those long twos, uh, because it's a better shot. It's a more efficient shot. Um, so it's a it's a big deal, just because it's a part of the uh, NBA nerdery conversation. But that's the only reason that it's a big deal. Like <laughs> if you look at um, like actual outcome of NBA games. With Russell Westbrook, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like in with a guy like Allen Iverson, it's not that big of a deal. Allen Iverson is someone who you compare who you can compare to Russell Westbrook a lot when it comes to shooting percentages because yeah. they're very close. Yeah. Allen Iverson for his career was is forty two from the field and thirty one percent from three. Russ this year is forty two percent from the field and thirty three percent from three. But like when Russ is on the court and when Russ is doing as much as he can, the team is winning. So how important are shooting percentages at that point? I don't know. I think I think you, there's a balance, and I think it's it's. I'm just I'm not saying that he what he does is not important. I think that people just look at other players and think like, wow, they're they they do more or they can help more. But but you're only looking at like efficiency of shooting. You're not looking right. at assist percentages. You're not looking at. Anything yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. shooting is just so important in today's league it's more important than it's ever been ever because the three-point shot is more prevalent it just is it's just it just is if you don't shoot you can't score that's He's, why it, that's ob- why it's i important. mean obviously russell westbrook shoots a lot <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and he's scoring a lot as well that's why like steph curry 
is he's like the poster child for this, right? Yeah. I know and he is, <laughs> and he's and great. I don't know if anybody read this NBA analytics article, like the analytics behind the MVP or whatever. And it's, I saw the, it was the most, the most. What was it? Proper. It's analytically a, proper MVP conversation. It's awful. It's I awful. hated it. I hated so I can't it. remember who it was, but somebody said that Steph Curry should be the MVP, and then I threw my computer through a window. That's why it was broken a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I was so mad. I just couldn't. That is where you you're looking at stats or you're doing whatever you're doing something besides watching the games. Like how can you watch Steph Curry over this last stretch that he's had and say, Oh, that's the most valuable player in the NBA today. Yeah. It's just garbage. Yeah. It's just garbage where you're not watching the games and you're looking at the best, like, well, the best team is golden state and the best player. I think right now, because Kevin Durant's out, Stephen Curry, He's the MVP. MVP. Yeah, that's it's the dumbest logic. Like, please just watch the league, watch the games. That's what this is for. This is a it's a most fun league, probably in pro sports. Watch the games, and you'll know for sure that Steph Curry this season is not the MVP, and that Russell Westbrook deserves it. Uh, him and James Harden. It should be him or James Harden. That's period. the argument. That's, that's argument. Yeah. I don't think that Kawhi Leonard's in it. I don't think Steph Curry's in it. I don't think LeBron's People in it. People really want Kawhi, to and be Steph in it. Curry's not in it. None but of like, those guys are in it. If you look at it, like the Spurs are, they're not as good without Kawhi for sure, but they're not as bad without Kawhi as the other teams are without James Harden or without Steph Curry or without Russell Westbrook. Like the Spurs are going to be the Spurs at some capacity. And like Kawhi, how many minutes is he playing? 31 minutes a game? 32 minutes a game? I don't know if the top And the of my Spurs head. are freaking really, really good. But Kawhi isn't the MVP. Yeah. No. It's it's James Harden or Russell Westbrook. That's the argument. Yes, and you and can't be mad if it's James Harden because he's, he's that's been it. Really good, he's been freaking so good. He's been incredible. Rockets are really good. Kawhi's yeah. thirty three point eight minutes per game. Okay, I mean Rockets, and we're not the only ones that would say this. The power rankings across the board have the Rockets up in number one. Yeah, they're playing really really well and beating people. Right, and I've said this for a while. If the Golden State Warriors aren't right. The Rockets are going to the finals. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Rockets. Thunder or Rockets, right? Yeah. I even kind of like the Rockets. Not a third. I don't know if if the Warriors are full healthy, not. uh, You know, but even if, I guess that's kind of what you say, right? Even if Katie's 80%, but I don't know. The Rockets are playing really well and they've gotten better. Yeah. They're good. They're very, very, very good. And And the, the, D'Antoni issue, right? Is the defense? How is it going to hold up? But they've been pretty decent. They've been fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it an issue as much as it's today's talked NBA. about? I know that's what I think too. Even even back in the day, yeah. I mean, they were one. Oh my god, Steve Nash, not, Robert Ory got Robert yeah. Ory, Goom. Steve Nash to the scorers table. They were so good that year. They would have won the title had that not happened and yeah. all this D'Antoni stuff wouldn't be so Amar- Amari it's and Boris came off the bench and they got took suspended. one step off the bench mm-hmm. and they got suspended in the stupid David Stern era if that would have happened Adam Silver would not have suspended yeah, them not right. a chance he would have because it's just stupid um, but yeah D'Antoni is plagued by basically that one call yep it sucks so let's move on to our final <laughs> Twitter question it comes from at that true talk who wants to know what percentage chance do you give Abrinas and Sabonis becoming a superstar slash 
all-star slash starter slash rotation slash end of bench slash bust. Okay. So he says that superstar and all-star no chance. Wait. Yeah. Grading each of them individually. I'm okay with that. Maybe like superstar. No way. All-star. Hmm. Sabonis. Sabonis has like a 5% chance of being an all-star. Okay. I agree. 95% 95% says no way. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when like 95% is when negative. You, I yes. think when you say it the other way, yeah, it makes more a, sense. Yes. <laughs> Cause when you say 5%, you're like, Oh, like, so there's a chance. Mm. Like 95% says no. Like, oh, okay. I agree. I'll take, I'll bet money on that. Um, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> a starter for Sabonis, I think 60 per 60, 65%. Uh, I say he's a starter a hundred. I say a hundred percent. Cause he, he started like 60 games. This year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, st- I got what you're saying. Starters play 30 to 35 minutes a game. I think Sabonis is, that, I give that an 85% chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, I think that's the it's more, it's more. It's more likely than not. Yeah. For him. Yes. Now, deserving. I mean, I don't know. I think Sabonis has incredible potential. I, I really like him. The I fact mean, that he's been able to play this much as a rookie says a lot about yeah. it for his future, too. And yeah. what the Thunder believe in him. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's more about what the Thunder believe in him than what he's done. Right? Yeah. Because his play has, he's, he is, he's not been great by a lot of standards, but he's shown a lot of flashes. I think that he does a lot of things that Thunder want. Uh, he just hasn't been able to execute them mm. great this season. I think that he will be a starter. Uh, Abrinas, the chances that he's a starter, I think more like 15, 30% yeah. maybe. I just, be, I'm I'm a big Abrinas backer as well. I think that he's going to be really good. He's but he's going to come young. off the bench and be so good. He's frail. He's um, going to be a specialty guy, he's right? Gonna be Monet, yeah. Right? Like he's not same skill set, but similar. I think role in a really good team, right? Like in the sense of mm. he's going to be the he, he, Manu handles the ball. So that was just off the cuff, I guess maybe. But but he's I just a, think I think Abrinas is going to be a really good player going forward. Yeah, I think he's going to so. be in, like two or three years with this team. Man, they're going to be. Pretty Cause, freaking cause incredible. He can get to the bucket better than people think. I mean, he's more like the Eric Gordon role for the Rockets sure, yeah. this year, where you can come off and shoot a ton of threes. You can get to the bucket a little bit. Uh, I think he's more like that, where he can come off and just be on fire. I, yeah. I'm a huge believer. I just think yep. he's he he knows how to play the game. He's a pretty decent defender for his size. The only thing that kills him is his size, right? Mm-hmm. So do you, he's in the right places. Right, yeah. he's he's, de- he's doing Which the right thing. He just isn't physically capable enough to do that, and and getting in the weight room will help some. He he will never be a like plus plus defender, but that's not going to be his role. His role is going to be come off the bench and hit threes. He'll close with the team in spots. Uh, he's he's really good, guys. I mean, he's he's better than I thought he was going to be, and he's shown a lot. Remember, he's a rookie. Yeah, he is an NBA rookie. And he's one of the better contributors to this team right now. Like he's he's better than Doug McDermott right now. Yeah, and he's playing. I was more thinking than about. Him. I was comparing him with Doug McDermott since they're both on the team right now. And, and Doug, this is what his third year in the league, fourth year in the third league? year, third year in the league. Like, what is Abrinas with three years worth of confidence going to look like? You right, know? exactly. And three years worth of experience going to look like? Now the ages change, right? Like, so Doug, I'm assuming they're about the same age, aren't they? I don't know. Doug's pretty old. Doug was at Creighton for four years. Doug's 25. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brinus is 23. I don't know. I I think, but I think there's a 0% chance for either one of them being a bust. 
I agree. I think there's probably yeah, they're not zero percent for him to the bench. Probably yes. as well. Yes. Yeah, neither of them will be there. Because Sabonis is the four of the future. I think there's more bust potential for Sabonis than there is for Brinus because Abrinus already has an NBA skill. Um, Sabonis has NBA skills that are developing, but he doesn't have like a clearly definable, this is what I do very, very well. Yeah, you're right. Currently. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I think that's like a 1% chance. But I'm just saying like he has more potential for that than Abrinus does because yeah. Abrinus can... I mean, he's Anthony Morrow, right? Like, worst-case scenario, he's Anthony Morrow. Worst-case yeah. scenario. Um, where he... Or Troy, da- Troy Daniels or whoever. You know, a guy that can't defend. He'll always have a job. He'll always be able to come yeah. in and shoot. I love him. Yeah. Well, why don't you marry him? I like him. Oh! <laughs> but are you in love with him? Uh-huh. If not, don't marry him. Oh! <laughs> Oh, that was the one that was that embarrassed you. That was a step too far, <laughs> guys. I got a question. It's pretty serious. Yeah, pretty serious. What is it? Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Are you miffed? And are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Oh, I'm, I'm miffed and peeved, and I'll tell you about Go. it. Go. I was driving after work to my parents' house. They live out in, you know, a little ways away off the highway. Mm. Oh. I got stuck behind probably 40 bicyclists. <laughs> good good saying. And bicyclists. And it was and it there was hilly, so it was really hard to pass them. I was so so mad. You were so miffed miffed because i i could only pass like one at a time to, to, to like slowly <laughs> lurch through and it was terrible dude because they're probably trying to draft they, off each other brother. they think they own the road they weren't stopping at stop signs but i had to so then i'd pass a few and then i'd stop the stop sign because i'm following the rules of the road a law-abiding citizen and like four would blow by me that i'd already passed so i'd have to pass them again i mean they hate you they were big buttholes i so take, you know as as someone who used to cycle a lot i would have hated you in that situation yeah, but say i would have been like you. just go like just pass us up all a hill if i if i'm going on the other lane up the hill and someone else going up the hill we die can't do it man you're being a negatron yeah butthole bicyclists miffing me off taylor you miffed mm, no dude andrew are you miffed or you peeved <laughs> no now, now you, you got are. nothing man no you met in his canter i met in his canter it was great he's so happy he's such a good dude thunder winning they yeah. are it makes life way more enjoyable it does i should not be this wrapped up in a thunder or in a team, the sports. Nope. It's about time, though. It's almost into playoffs. This is when our emotions really start to pick it's up. It's going to be great. Hey, look out. If you guys are wanting somewhere to watch playoff games, we got some plans. Ooh, Ooh we got we're big cooking plans them up. We're cooking Dang. them up. Cooking, cooking up them some up. plans. Cooking them up. Throwing hey. in some spices. Get ready. If you are in the OKC area and you want to watch playoff games with us, get ready. It's going to happen. Yeah, this stuff that we're cooking up is going to be better than your favorite bars BQ. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Did you end that? Did you end that? Did you end that? Did you end that? Did you end that?
he did. Yeah.